Yearn Forsyth podcast. Get drunk somewhere else. Hey, I live here. Get sanctimonious somewhere else. Let's put the hammer down. Oh, gnarly! today it's been hey you know what guys that's that song there it was that's a song called hero this one this show's dedicated to all you heroes out there all you first responders all you lovers and haters and porn stars and everybody who just does good stuff the good eggs out there the good eggs yeah 
The good eggs. Speaking of good eggs, later on we're going to be tuning in with a good buddy of mine, Nick Sorensen. I'm going to be calling him, and uh, I'll fill you in on him. He's a little guy with a big heart, and he's doing a lot of good things. But uh, let's get go back in time there. That was a song called Hero. That was off my We Can Drive All Night record from a couple years back. And I uh, hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're enjoying the song. I get The mailbag's been full. I've been getting letters. I'm getting letters. Yes. People are actually kind of tuning into the show, which is kind of cool. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. You know. It's not gangbusters yet, though. But we're getting there. We're getting there. Hey, let's do the little bit of where you can find me. A little find me music. Well, of course, you might have seen me on the Facebooks. My name's Aaron Forsyth. Got some new pictures on there. You might see me embracing the gray. Embrace the gray. All right. Yes, and you you, you could go to AaronForsythe.com and EerieComedy.com. Wow. Or you can go to TheRebelSouls.com or you can find my music on Spotify and Apple and Amazon and, and everywhere you find music at. Just look up Aaron Forsythe and the Rebel Souls. You'll find it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shot out of a can today. Yep. Been a good mood. You know, I didn't do a pod last week. Didn't have much to talk about. Well, I kind of do. Now I do. I got stuff built up, but I was super stressed last week. I don't know the meaning of the word chicken. Uh, Oh, wait. Before I forget, hit me up on the Twitters, you know. You gots the Twitters? Cage matches? Yeah, they work. How could they not work? If they didn't work, everybody would still be in the cage. Yeah. Hit me up on the Twitters and uh, at LTTD. And uh, feel free to troll me. It's okay. I trying out new stuff, trying jokes. You know, if you got any ideas, subjects you want to talk about on the show, or you want me to, you want to send me a message, send me a message through the Yahoo, and I'll keep it private. I won't tell anyone who you are, but uh, send me a message to my dead joy, M Y D E A D J O Y at yahoo.com. Send me a message, and uh, maybe we'll we'll pull you out of the mailbag. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we'll do this. Well, yeah, so let's see. Let me think here. Well, okay, we did the 4th of July. I got out of Dodge. I didn't go to a quarantine state, though. I went up to Grand Rapids, Michigan for a little R&R. The lake. Yeah, it was a good time. Hey, you know what? We just relaxed. We were in a house with a beautiful view overlooking a overlooking a lake i got out on a boat i'd never been on a boat before can you believe that i mean i've partied on boats but never when a boat was moving so uh this time we were on a boat you know and i took cruises around the lake we were oh man you know wakeboarding and eating and a lot of a lot of indulging in the spirits but uh we had a good time you know just the four of us just chilling out chillaxing and uh, it was the idea. It was good. It was a good recharge. But before I left, oh, now I had a little car issue. I know we don't, I, I don't know how many of you guys can relate to this. Okay. So here, why don't I, why don't I, I'll preface this by saying I bought four brand new tires for my SUV. I got the SUV. You know, I got these things right before the snow hit in like November. Okay. Brand spanking new. $600 later. All right. Now, 
I go. We're about to, the, the night before we're about to leave, you know, I'm looking underneath the car and uh, the steel belts are showing on the inside, you know. And prior to this, I'd been having a little shake on the wheel when I got up to about 70 miles an hour. So I was thinking, hey, my alignment's off. But I had to get this thing inspected. And uh, so I had an appointment for when we returned. Well, get this, man. I go, the steel belts are showing on these brand new tires. Well, fairly brand new. (sighs) So, in fact, I, I... you know, I, I could have killed myself and I didn't even know it. So I made the appointment. I take it over after the, after the vacation, I'm taking it over there for the inspection and, uh, took it to the place where I got the tires. Well, guess what they said? Yeah. Yeah. You'd think they'd cover it because no tires should be steel belting out when they're brand new, you know? Oh, here's what they say. Well, the fellow who sold you these is no longer working here, and he sold you this brand called the Le Mans Tire, which the Le Mans, we don't carry that anymore. I don't know why he even sold these to you. But here's what we can do. We can sell you four more. For the wa- This is where I hit the frickin' roof. Wait a minute. You know, sell me four more. What are you... And I'm like, this is your fault. You sold me shit tires, man. And, uh, you know, I don't care if I had a little wobble. You know, the fact that it was out of alignment, they didn't even tell me to align it after the fact. I thought when you got tires, you you get tires, and then next thing you know, you're on your merry way. You know, that's what happened back in November. Now here I am, you know, six months later, seven months later, and uh, they're down to the steel belts in the front. I'm like, what's with you? What's with you, macaronis here, hombre? What's with you, crazy legs? Come on. So, you know, I, you know I'm puffing out my chest, but really inside, my heart's breaking because I'm like, how am I going to afford this? Well, I'll put it on the charge card, ching, ching, ching. But I conned out of the guy. Here's what we had to do. I said, well, it's your fault. You sold me shit tires, or your company did. And he goes, well, we're no longer that even though the invoice I showed him had the same letterhead on it, which is a bunch of bullshit, I don't know. I I want to tell you who it is because, but I don't want I don't want I don't want to disparage a company. So, needless to say, he gives me one hundred and fifty dollars or two hundred dollars off on two two back tires because those were good. But you know, when you got an all-wheel drive, you got to do all four tires, man. You got to change all four. So here's the deal. So I got the two new, well, all four tires. Wah wah wah. Got the all fours. And uh, next thing you know, all right. Well, I got the four tires. So he says, "Hey, you're coming in next Saturday anyway for the inspection. Let's do the inspection." All right. So. They give me, they go, well, we'll call you at lunchtime. So I had to get a ride from the garage over to work. I was about an hour and a half late to work. Made me madder than a wet hen. But all right, all right, hombre. Well, guess what? Well, oh, according to, well, you need, you need a new, uh, something on the left 
Oh, I don't know what they call it. Some kind of Johnson rod. I don't know. It was little, little something, $200 part. And then, oh, they want to charge me labor. I'm like, well, you're already going to have the tires off anyway. Why are you charging me labor? Well, we just charge labor according to each part. And while we're at it, we think you need some brakes. I'm like, whoa, hold on here, mister. Hold on there, hombre. Back up the truck. I don't need brakes. There's enough meat on the pad. Don't tell me I need brakes. And he's quoting me on all new brakes for $200. And then labor. And I'm like, what? You already have the tires up. Here comes a labor thing again. So I'm tired of these freaking idiots. You know? Oh, so I'm sick to my stomach. Seven hundred dollars later, you know. So I get the tires, I get the inspection. They replace the Johnson rod or whatever it is. I don't know the do flicky, do hickey. And uh, I had enough meat on the bone with the brakes. I said, "You just inspect this, some bitch." You know, we're gonna be out of here. You know, and he was a good Aggie. Let me go. But, you know, they put in the recommendations, going to need brakes. No, my brakes were fine. They had plenty of meat on the bone. But, you know, I always think, you know, I got to find me a good mechanic. One that's, you know, these corporate places, you know, I swear to God, they got some kind of hoot nanny going on. They're in cahoots with, I don't know. It's like you walk in the door and, and you can't walk out without, without, without getting feeling like you've been raped by a silverback gorilla. I mean, you can't leave there for under $400. It's, it's like they have some policy. You know, that's bullshit. I need a good mechanic who's just going to say, hey, man. I'm going to recommend you might need some brakes soon, but we'll let it go, bro. And, uh, hey, take a look at this Johnson rod here or or whatever. And, and tell me I want to know what I need, but don't sell me things I don't need. You know, come on. So that's a car rant. So I had a car rant. So that was the, 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 that's what went on. I was stressed out. I was stressed out. <laughs> but, yeah, let's see. What else went on? Well... Oh, I got out in public a little bit. I met up. Hey, I don't know if you're listening out there, Scotty G. My old buddy, Scotty G. He's the host of our Room 33 shows. Uh, Good buddy of mine. Good egg. Good all-around egg. Social distance outside, but had a few drinks. That was a good one. Uh, Let's see. I've been doing messages, talking to people, Zooming friends, that kind of thing. But I've been kind of keeping out a thing. Now, I hope you're all wearing your mask still. Because uh, the bear's still in the woods. Before you call me some liberal pussy, I don't want to hear it. The bear's in the woods. I got an inside track. You see the spikes going on around the country. But here in Erie, eh, the na- numbers are going up, but not super crazy. Everybody's doing their best. But you could tell the nudniks are out. You know, I mean, everyone, you know. All you got to do is read an Erie News Now thread, and you're going to see the uh, low IQ gene pool we got here in Erie. You know, everyone's ready to just, you know, go maskless. But, eh, got to do it, got to do it, got to do it, man. We got to slow the curve. So let's uh, keep washing the hands and keep our junk clean, man. Keep your junk clean. Ooh. Oh, what else do we got here? Hey, you know what? I'm going to pause for the cause for our first sponsor. I told you I was shot out of a cannon earlier. And uh, let's do it. You know what? I'm having an iced coffee right now. Uh, 
from our friends. I got the beans from Red Eye Roastery. And, uh, and I'll tell you about it in this little thing here. But, yeah, I'm having an iced coffee. Ooh. How metro of me is that? But uh, here's a word from our first sponsor. And uh, I'll get back at you three shakes of a lamb's tail. I can't believe I gave my pants to a geek. Big shout out to our first sponsor, RedEyeRoastery.com. Red Eye Roaster, brewing some good ass shot out of a can and coffee. Yeah, yeah. It's good for the hangover. It, it's good for the do-over. It's good for the morning. It's good for the night. I get the fresh beans, man. I get the fresh beans. I grind them up. I grind them up. I put them in the ninja. And I do my deal. And I'm shot out of a cannon. I love it. It's warm. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Good coffee. And guess what? It's local. From their hands to yours. And when I got mine delivered... When I got mine delivered... He dropped it right off. That was good shit. That's the way it should be done. But I tell you, if they gotta ship it, it's gonna be next day, so don't you sweat it. What are you looking at, butthead? And I tell you what, here's what I, you gotta do. You gotta go to redeyeroastery.com, check them out on Facebook, check them out on the internet webs, or the inner nerds, or whatever you want to call it. Get yourself some beans, get yourself some, some product there. Get to know a good local, local... Yeah, get yourself some local coffee. This stuff is good, I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. It works. It works. Well, when you go to checkout, enter promo code Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, and uh, free shipping on me. A real attitude problem, McFly. You're a slacker. Yes, free shipping on me if uh, you get to the promo code part of it. I don't want to tell you something about time. My time is worth money, and I don't think you make that kind of money to pay me for my time. All the reasons save a little money. Promo code Aaron. A-A-R-O-N. You can do it, folks. You can do it. Red Eye Roastery. Look them up on the Facebooks. Look them up on the inner nerds. Good enough. Good enough. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. All right. So, hey, oh, the mailbag. Okay. So, got a few messages. Got, you know, people asking just random questions, which is kind of fun, which is fun. I had a fella ask me, what, uh, how big is my dog? And, uh, because I talk about my dog, you know, what kind of dog do I got? That's kind of a dumb question, but hey, you never, you know, Little fun fact about me, I got a little dog, he's kind of small, he's like a little robot. It's a she, and uh, the dog is named Frankie, and it's a pug and a chihuahua mix. Cutest little thing, cutest little thing. Ah, we love snuggling with the little Frankie. Yes, so she's what they call a chug. See, what they do, I guess they crossbreed now a lot of pugs with the, with the, uh, with the Chihuahua, because I guess it'll help their genetic line phase out some sinus issue, make them live longer. But uh, yeah, she doesn't really look like either of them. Sometimes she has a pug thing. Sometimes she has that. You know, she's a little half and half. Real cute little thing. Doesn't shed that much. And uh, but boy, she sure knows how to shit behind the couch. Wow. Yeah, she lays the bear claws. You know the old saying: you you you, you get. Put, trying to put 10 pounds of shit in a 5-pound bag? 
Well, there it is. There it is. Now, we got her on a schedule, but every now and then, you know, I know, if we fall off the schedule, eh, guess what? Yeah, a little, gives you a little souffle behind the couch. But uh, we got it. We got it. Get the 409 out there. <laughs> fix it up. Fix it up right. Uh, let's see. Ah, oh, somebody else in the mailbag sent me this. They asked me. Well, they're actually a, a comedy promoter and, and says, I notice what you've been doing and uh, do you want help getting some some bigger acts on your on your podcast? They like what I do. But uh, you know, I I think I don't know. I've I've been wrestling with this guys. I don't know. Should I keep doing the podcast? I need some I need some feedback. I need some help. Maybe this will pick up. Maybe won't. I don't know. I don't know what to do with this. But I wanted to get some of my local friends on and my acquaintances you know, and people so you learn more about Erie and Erie comedy and Erie friends and musicians and whatnot and the people in my immediate circle. And uh, and then maybe we'll branch out some big cats, but maybe some big cats out there might get some eyes on her or ears on her, on, on our little endeavor we got going on here, the endeavor. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm in a, I'm I'm torn. So send me an email, mydeadjoyyahoo.com. You know, if 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 you got a question, you want to know something about me, or you want to comment on something, or tell me I'm horrible. Yeah, you know, or you want to make fun of me for being old. Embrace the, or the way I talk, or who I'm in cahoots with in the cahootsies. I don't know. So much to learn, so much to do. I want to know more about you guys, you know? But, uh, and like I said, I was hoping this would evolve more when we start playing out a lot. You know, when I start hitting the road and traveling more. And we could, yeah, and we could stop and talk, you know? And that, and it'll expand that way. But, you know, hey, if we're going to quarantine for a little longer, we can, uh, you know, we can just we can maybe add on some guests. I don't know, but I got a guest calling in later. My buddy Nick, you're gonna like this cat. He's a good fella. But uh, you know, before we kick on over to him, why don't we? Why don't we check in with our second sponsor real quick, like for all your apparel needs. If you need t-shirts, silk screening, whatever it is, no job's too small. He's got you covered. Northern Town Apparel. You want to go to the northerntownoutpost.com, send him an email, see what you're looking for. He'll do short runs, big runs, big sizes, small sizes, whatever you need printed. You get the t-shirt, you get the merch going on. Northern Town Apparel, northerntownoutpost.com. Let's do it, folks. Get some merch going. This is a good time to do it. Take your stimulus check and, and, and make some money. And he'll give you a discount if you if you mention my name. <laughs> Tell him Aaron sent you. Go ahead, go ahead. He'll cut you a good deal. It's gonna be good stuff. It's quality merch, and I've been known to help him out with a little artwork here and there too. So you never know, you might have my hand in it. But you you, you got it going on. Let him handle it. Get some merch. Northern Town Apparel, the only logical choice. Find them on the internet, Facebook, Northern Town Apparel. You're going to be happy. I know it. I know it. (laughs) 
Okay, 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 we're back, we're back, we're back. Not a lot of meat on the bone for conversation today, don't worry. Why don't you send me some messages, we'll get this mailbag going on. Here's an oldie from the thing, I turned it into a bit. One last thing for the mailbag, just a reminder. Somebody asked me, Aaron, I heard you talking about that you're on the keto. And uh, yes, I'm on the keto. And uh, be, and the question was, being on the keto, do you consider yourself a foodie? Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I turned it into a bit. I go on a little rant on stage. I, I go, I'm not a big fan when somebody refers to themselves as a foodie. You ever hear that? A foodie? I mean... Uh, you you know me, I like to drink, but you don't hear me calling myself a slurry. Oh boy, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the sex, but you don't hear me calling myself a jizzy. Oh, what's next? Abusers calling themselves slappies? Oh, foodie, what a dumb word. Just for that, you're not going to get the answer. But yes, I'm on the keto, and no, I'm not a foodie anymore. Ah. Oh. What else? Well, you know, the mailbag, keep the questions rolling, friends. Come on, hombres. All you good eggs out there. Just keep asking questions. Give me some suggestions. Let's turn it into your show, too. You can be part of this. But, uh, you know, hey, let's start it. All right, here we go. I'm going to call up my buddy. We're, well, I'm going to preface this before we get the ringtone going is uh, Nick Sorson. He's from Erie, Pennsylvania. And uh, he's a, uh, we've been doing open mics since the beginning. He's been around. He's a good egg. He's a good one to run into. He's fun. He's uh, small in stature, but huge in the heart. He's huggable. He's, he's bite-sized. You want to put him in your mouth and eat him up. He's a good dude. He's cute. And uh, he's funny, and uh, but he's running right now. He's getting a lot of steam, and this is why I wanted to get him on the thing on, on, on the on the pod. I wanted to I wanted to talk to him about his newest endeavor called the Buddy Cast. I want you to all on your Facebook go out there and seek out what it's called the Buddy Cast, and we'll talk about. It. He's had some heavy hitter guests on there lately, and he'll tell you about that in a little bit. I was guest number three. Pretty good ratings, and uh, we we broke it all down. He asked me a lot of comedy questions, and uh, so I want you to find my episode on there if you you ever curious on what I look like, and uh, you know you can see the reverse image of me, and uh, yeah, there it is, the Buddy Cast. But uh, he's done a lot. He's done a lot for dwarfism awareness too. We're gonna ask him about that. He made some strides. He's changing the world. He's a good egg. That's why he's one of my heroes, and uh, we'll get him on the line right now. Nick Sorensen, how you doing? I got you on the line. Hey, buddy. What's going on? Uh, all right, all right. Mr. Buddycast himself. Wow. That's me. Yeah, I know. Well, you did me a favor. You got me on your Buddycast, and uh, now I got you on my... Well, I can't call it the Buddy Cast. You're on my ill-fated podcast that nobody listens to. But uh, hey, a podcast for a podcast. You know what I mean? Right, right. But uh, okay. Well, I preface I preface some of this by saying, uh, well, we got a couple of things we're going to un- un- unpack here. First of all, well, you're 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 a burgeoning stand-up comic, just like myself. We've been doing a lot of sure. gigs together, right? We've been doing it since the beginning, huh? Hey, you and me till the beginning, or from the beginning till the end. You know, 
Yep, we've been yep. doing it. We've been doing it. Yep. And uh, played many a bad gigs together. Yes, played uh, with the crickets. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've done bad ones. And we've done good ones. So that goes, oh, yeah. with, goes with the territory. And we'll, we'll unpack some of that in the first. Now, I, okay, I, I'm, I'm coming from a place of ignorance here when I say this. And I don't mean anything offensive because you know me. My heart's in the right place. <laughs> I just don't know a lot of things. Um, I, you know, you're small in stature. Now, you're, you're, you've done a lot for dwarfism awareness, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, now uh, there, there, this is this is where I've always kind of wanted to ask you about certain things. Like, so of course, uh, not now with this new PC culture and everything. You know, we we got rid of all the bad words. Of course, the M word is something that we all should delete from our memory banks. Correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, just a little history on it. It's a word that kind of was coined during the P.T. Barnum era. So to me personally, the reason why I ask people to get rid of it is because it never really has a good intention, you know? Uh, I could imagine. I could imagine. I, I, no, no, it doesn't. And, you, and, and it, it's always been it. part, of our, part of our pop culture as far as the word, yeah. you know? Yes, absolutely. So, like, someone who mainly uses it usually has, like, an intention behind it. Again, not someone like you, but like, you know, if someone's using it, odds are 95% of the time they have an intention and that intention is to call me out or to like point at me and laugh. The other 5% are someone like you who if you ever used that word and then were immediately corrected saying, hey, that word's offensive. It's like, oh my gosh, I, I'm so sorry. I will never use that word again. I did not know. Yep. You know, but yeah. like I said, it was Coined in the Barnum era, so it kind of like to me sounds like people are saying, "Step right up, step right up, look at that thing," you know. Oh yeah, okay, all right. That make that totally makes sense. Yes, and and a lot of a lot of the vernacular from that day is isn't tolerable anyway. So, but okay, well you and and, and I, I'll help you. You know, any any time. So all you folks listening out there, we're gonna school you. But what have you? Okay, you did this thing. This was a few months back, was it? You 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 got some legislation pushed through. Tell me tell me about what you did. So for legislation, um, October is known as Dwarfism Awareness Month, and it's usually it's usually overshadowed by a few other awareness months so i really wanted to bring it into the limelight so i reached out to our state representative ryan bizarro and asked him if he could if we could maybe get some legislation passed if we could um, recognize october as dwarfism awareness month and he was absolutely he took the project head on and actually helped me pass hr 497 which now states that the state of Pennsylvania recognizes October as Dwarfism Awareness Month. That is incredible. Wow. That is incredible. Yep. So October yep. is officially Dwarfism Awareness Month. Yep. And we're going to renew it this um, this upcoming October. We're going to get a head start on it because I made the mistake of starting it too late. I contacted him in October to do it, and it didn't get passed till November. But this time I'm gonna, I've got a direct connection with his staff, and I'm going to start the project in like august and that way once october comes it'll be all set in stone wow see that's incredible you 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 took something and made it 
a power. This is why you're my hero. When you when I heard you were doing that, I I I was in awe that you took the ball and ran it all the way in. And mm-hmm. and a good shout out to uh, Representative Ryan Bizarro. He's a good egg too. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. He was very helpful. They kept me updated every step of the way, and because of them, it was passed unanimously. Like it was a full. I think I can't remember the exact number, but it was a full something to zero vote. But basically, everyone just said aye. That is so like, awesome! No wow. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, um, a fun story about well, not a fun story, but. What started this whole movement for me was, uh, was a story that happened, if you got a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember back, I think it was in September, there was a Zach Brown band concert. Yeah. And the Zach Brown band pulled a stunt at the end of this, which was totally unnecessary, totally just completely like, what's a word I'm looking for? Like Inappropriate? Just, yeah, inappropriate, unprofessional. They basically hired a little person in ten way. They hired a little person to wrestle an average height person. Ah, oh, really? In a so, concert? Wow. Yeah. So, but the sad part is, a, you know, it basically like everything that we've worked up to from this point, like everything that we've done, basically from that one moment, got just right down from that one concert because you know you gotta consider all the factors there like you know uh, concerts are a very great place for alcohol consumption you know and it, they're a very popular band so it's not like it's not like oh there were just like 20 people in the audience who have their morals and everything you know no that's and zach it, brown i mean that, he's a billion yeah, dollar act exactly. yeah and the sadder part was that Fenway had a little person working for them. Fenway Park? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That night. So imagine being that guy. Imagine you're just going to work. You're just doing your job, minding your own business. Maybe you're a custodian. Maybe you're doing something with security. I don't know. You're just doing your job. All of a sudden, you see someone out there who's like you, you know, who has a difference like you, whether it's your height, whether it's your race, whether it's your uh, disability or something like that. And it's getting made fun of right in front of your eyes. Yeah. And mix that with alcohol. And basically that little person went from just doing their job to all of a sudden that night was like almost a threat to them because just a simple walk from the stadium to their car was a nightmare, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know? All, it takes, all it takes is one drunken individual to go, I know you, you were the guy on stage, and try to imitate that stunt again. Right, right. Oh, man. So, <laughs> did they keep doing, did, did Zach Brown Band keep doing this, or were they made aware of that, hey, from, that? from what I understand, they released a private apology to the individual after all this stuff was made public. From what I understand, I don't think there was a statement released. I could have totally missed it if there was. Um, I don't know if they've made progress. The sad part that I know about it, though, is this wasn't their first offense with something like this. I can't remember exactly what happened, but they did a similar thing years back. So for me, you know, don't get me wrong. He's got great music and everything. I used to love the song Knee Deep. uh, But... I just found it like 
yeah, I've just found it as just something that I take those songs off my iPod now and can find another band just as easy, you know? Yeah, 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 wow. And no disrespect to them, because they got great music. Uh, it's just a matter of, like, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be friends with the bully. I'm not going to be friends with the person who, you know, is haunting me for something that I have no control over. No, I know. Yeah. I I totally get it. I get it. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, I I remember back in like the late nineties. There was I I remember I had to make a poster once for and the old cell block downtown, you know, which is now yeah. Bourbon Barrel, but at the time it was called Cell Block, and yeah. I had to you know I, I I had to make a poster for what they were calling like like you know uh, dwarf tossing you know what i mean and they and oh. you know that you know and it's and, yeah. and, and and i actually was felt really weird about it it was just like yeah you, you know and then later on though well this wasn't in late 90s this is probably about 2005 maybe you know, mm-hmm. but, but they, you know, they, when they, when I, I felt bad and then, then I think the cover their asses. So then that way they would seem, you know, cause a lot of people got really kind of bent about it. Oh yeah. They didn't do it. Yeah. They, you know, the, the, the event probably, you know, I don't know what happened, but then later on they brought in, who's the guy from Jackass? He was the. Uh, we man. We man. Yeah. We man made an appearance there and kind of, so they saved themselves in the public eye by going, Oh, we'll bring we man in here to because we're yeah. friends with with the little people you know now so let me tell you two things about that number one i don't know how uh, familiar you are with the sport of dwarf tossing i wouldn't even call it a sport um that's something i advocate against because that's basically throwing another human being across the room like a dart no i you know, know. It's it not only dangerous yeah. it's just demeaning and I, exactly it, it's more i would say it's more dangerous because you know, one thing, like, I'm this week heading down to Delaware to see two specialists because of my dwarfism, you know. My bone structure and your bone structure are two different things. Mm-hmm. You, know, you break a, We both break a bone. Let's say something in our wrist. For you, it's a simple, go in, move this bone here, wrap it up, put it in a cast. You'll be better in six to nine weeks. Right. For me, it could be like putting a puzzle together, piece by piece by piece, where one piece is out of order, the whole thing has to be restarted. And they have to monitor all the other details, you know? Oh, wow. Okay. Like yeah. They have to monitor, like, how long I'm under for, or how long is this taking, all this other stuff. And then, to add on top of it, if this were, if something happens in my back, that's code red. Uh. That to my doctor is, like, that to my doctors is, like, code red. This is not a drill. This is something that they, like I said, if just that most extensiveness, just for like a simple wrist injury, imagine the back, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So wow. you have to put that in consideration with the little person. You're tossing them across the room with full force. Again, it's a alcoholic sport, you know? It's a bar sport. Yeah. So you have to consider all that stuff. But the other thing you have to consider is the guy they brought in to, for publicity. No disrespect to a fellow little person. You know, and if, if he somehow happens to hear this podcast, then great. He can come and talk to me afterwards, you know? Yeah. He can, he can contact me, and I'll gladly share my opinion with him. But no disrespect to Wee Man, but he's not ideally the spokesman that I would want in this situation. Right. For example, it's kind of like, um, 
it's kind of like uh, I'm trying to think of like a comedic reference or something like that. It's like if something bad happens in comedy, and instead of bringing in someone like Jeff Foxworthy or yeah, um, like even, I'm trying to think of like more people, you know, someone that high structured. Yeah, we bring in like I don't even. I'm trying to think of like a bad example, like someone who's comedy has just gone you know recently or something like you know what i mean uh-huh uh-huh like it's basically like or it's kind of like um it's kind of like it's kind of like if something i don't even i wouldn't i wouldn't even say politics because that's another bad example you know <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like if something bad happened to a political party and instead of sending in like this high representative who you know that's right they basically send in the person that everyone still asks to this day, mm-hmm. how in the world did you get elected? Yeah. Or something like, like it's basically like that. Cause what we man represents, and this is again, my opinion. So mm-hmm. this is just mm-hmm. my opinion. It's not fact. It's not, you know, a statement. I'm sorry to all the jackass fans out there, but in my opinion, we man again, stands kind of like stands for everything that I advocate against. Yeah. For example, like, the stunts that he does on check it. And I mentioned this in my, uh, in my senior thesis, cause my senior thesis was dwarfism in the media, Ah, you know? Okay. So in his aspect, it's everything that I'm advocating against. So he's, well, he, while well, I'm out here, you know, doing podcasts, um, going on the news to advocate for why a person is a person, no matter how small in the words of Dr. Seuss. Yeah. He's kind of going out there and basically volunteer. Like he's just—he's basically a step away from volunteering himself to be used in dwarf tossing, or you know, he's going on TV and doing some stuff. Like he's well known for his uh, one stunt that he like wrestles people in the ball pit. Yeah, yeah, I see it. And yeah. it makes them playing ball pit. Like that's that's very a stereotypical. Like that's yeah, you know, that's just like a total. Like, you wouldn't, with that stunt, you have to ask yourself, would that stunt have the same meaning if there were two-batch-height people wrestling in that ball pit? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, what's yeah. your, okay, well, here's some, we both have, uh, one of our favorite comics, you know, yeah. is Brad Williams, you know? Oh, yes. Now, yes. he pokes fun at himself for it, but he's also a strong, confident individual. I mean, not yes. only is he a deadly comic, I mean, whether he was oh, yes. small or large, he's and a I killer kinda, comic. Oh, he is. And I'm, I've had my, like, I've had my battle with, uh, like, don't twist my words around, hear me out, face. I love him to death. Mm-hmm. Great comedian, puts everything into his perspective. I can relate a thousand percent to what he says. The only thing I wish about him is just is he does use the M word a lot. Yeah. Well, one That's of our other heroes did, did too. And, and here's another one which you told me the other day you got you, you did the cameo with uh, with with Gilbert. You know, and I just yeah. saw Gilbert last year. You know, and yeah. he does a whole bit with the M word all over it. You know. Yep. You know, yep. but although I keep in mind he's sixty something years old, I mean, I you know, and yeah. and he's known for shock value. So I, you know, I, yeah, 
You can almost give Gilbert a weird pass, but I don't know. Yeah. I, maybe he'll fix that. I don't know. Maybe he'll fix that if enough people tell Gilbert him. Gilbert kind of seems like the guy that, if you brought it to his attention, if you, like, if I were to walk up to him today and, you know, and give him the sob story of how that word has just had a bunch of impact. Like, if I told Gilbert this true story, if I told him the story of how I, one day I was walking into church with my mother, I decided to hold the door for her and an individual drove by on a nearby street and shout out the window, Effingham word! Oh. You know, it would be someone that would stop like stop dead in his tracks and go, they told you what? Yeah. Like, they did what? And like he would see the ramifications. Unfortunately, again, I don't even wrong up love him. I love his comedy because I can relate to everything he says. Yep. Sometimes people have brought that to his attention. He, yeah, he, he, he must have. He yeah, because he's yeah. been doing the Hervey Villages entire, stuff forever. The entire LPA has brought it to his attention. Like, well, uh, LPA stands for Little People of America. Mm-hmm. It's an it's a national organization. It's very popular here in the United States. I I've done close work with it. I actually had the LPA president Mark Povinelli on my podcast. Wow. And. Yeah, and he was fantastic. He's a fantastic guy. Look up that episode. He did great. They brought it to to Brad's attention, and Brad kind of just was like, "Well, if I lose this, then I lose half my material. So I might as well stand up for it." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, but Gilbert is definitely someone who I think, and I who knows, I could be dead wrong, but he definitely seems like someone that if you brought it to his attention and said, you know, brought him that sob story, he would be. I had no idea. I am so sorry. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Well, that brings us... Well, okay. Okay, well, that's a perfect transition, my friend. Good hombre you are. You're good at the game. Okay, well, you're... Well, I guess we could call it a podcast. Well, I wouldn't call it a podcast. You've got a... It's kind of a show. It's an online show. Um, uh, It's an interview format, kind of like a Zoom format, but uh, been getting a lot of steam. Uh, The Buddy Cast. I told everyone to tune into the Buddy Cast. I did an episode. I had a good one, but uh, okay, let's start. I wish you had an itemized list of people you got on here, because I... I I will. Yeah. So, people that... um, Important guests that I've had on here. Number one, you, of course. Uh Uh-huh. You know, um, I've had, as I mentioned... Um, LPA president Mark Pominelli to talk about dwarfism. I talked to you about comedy. Yeah. I talked to um, Greg Morton from America's Got Talent about his career in comedy and doing voice work. Yeah, Greg Morton. That was a good get. I know the AGT. Yeah. He was on AGT. If anyone out there yeah. is familiar, he and I have been buddies for a period of time now. I don't know when he came to juniors and. He's yeah. been a terrific help. I've sent him comedy acts, and he's sent back his full opinion on them. Like he's like, "I love where this is going, but you're gonna kill it if you go this way instead of that way." Right. Or like he's said, "Okay, reword this one because I like the format of it, but you're gonna lose the audience after this point." Here's how you reward it, and he sends it back. Oh, and it's great A material. So. Nice. And Greg's a good friend. He actually gave me a shout out. He actually gave me a little promo for the Buddy Cast. Yeah, I saw that. Yep, yep. Yeah. So I had him. I just had Mike Quinn, who play, who starred in Star Wars. Oh yeah, he was uh, he was the little rebel guy. Yeah. Yeah. Neemnum. Neemnum. Yep. 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 Okay. Yep. I had him. I met him at an Erie Comic Con. 
Um, I actually worked with him at the table, and he's a very, very nice guy. Um, who else have I had? You had I've that had, artist. Didn't you have a cartoonist or an artist on? Yes, Dave Blazik. He, ah. um, he's actually an uncle of someone I went to grade school and high school with, and we're good family friends. Um, his family and my family are good family friends. Um, yeah, I asked him to do a series, and he did a live demonstration. He's the creator of Loose Parts. Right. Um, who else did I had? I've had quite a few people that oh, I'm you had. You, well, you had Curtis from Jamestown on. Yeah. yeah, I had my buddy Curtis. He and I met in Jamestown at an open mic. We, you and me, have been to that open mic. I am fortunately don't go to that open mic anymore. But um, yeah, I had him. I had him on Sunday or on Saturday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. Um, and not to give away any of my secrets, but. This weekend is shaping up to be a very big weekend. I can't give you anything yet because I haven't made any announcements. And one of the two guests that I have lined up is going is still not in stone yet. But let's just say I think this is going to be the biggest weekend yet. Bigger? Um, well, you. I know you were talking to... I'll just do the initials SB. Yep. That seems not in stone yet, but okay. So I won't say anything. Okay, we'll okay. Yeah. We'll just we'll, we'll just hint that with SB. A, I don't want to get everyone's hopes up, and then have something go on, like have a conflict on their end that they can't do anything, and then I'll suddenly maybe like, well, to all my promising fans out there, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? But, yeah, it happens, but I know uh, who you're talking about, and it's a pretty yeah. good guy, everybody. So, so. Oh, trust me. I actually, I to this individual. I um, had a I had a quick meeting with him this past week, and I he you know I was talking with him, and he sees my uh, he sees my bag drop here, and he's like, "What's that?" And I told him all about it, and I sold him on the idea. Wow! And I told him I would be honored to have you as a guest, and he said he dropped me some contact info and said, "Contact these people, tell them you want to put me on your show." We'll make it happen. Wow. Like I said, nothing in stone yet with him. I need to... Uh, I'm still working with his people. We have... So far, we have a set date. I think we have a set time, but I just need to get it in stone. Yeah. Then I will make the announcement. Probably the day before. Just so I know it's at the point where the only way he's... Yeah, the only way he's saying no is if something happens, like a family emergency or something. Right, right. The other person I have... Um, let's just say I can probably make this announcement because I know he's in stone. I know this is definitely happening. I just haven't, I just wanted to make it on my podcast first, you know, make the announcement on my podcast first before uh-huh. I say anything, but, um, I'll just give you a subliminal hint. Uh, you've seen Seinfeld before, right? Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. We're all Seinfeld freaks. Yeah. Awesome. He's a very important guest on Seinfeld. He's not um he's not like a regular, he's not like um someone who he's not someone like uh like Newman or something like that. If I can get that guy, that'd be awesome. But he's very well known in the Seinfeld world. Yes, I know who we're talking about. Let's we can give a hint like how about he ties into the finale, and uh, yep. 
He ties into the finale, and I will say, I think he's only in one episode before that. But he's... He came up with the uh, most memorable catchphrase, probably one of the top ten catchphrases from from, from Seinfeld itself. Pretty much. Still pretty repeated much. to this day, over and over by everybody. Uh, pretty much. And if you don't know him by then, then I think you need to go watch Seinfeld again. <laughs> but, yeah, he's... Um, yeah, he'll be on. Again, I'm not telling anyone because, A, I want to build up an audience. B... I want to make the announcement on the podcast, but he's going to be on this Saturday. He's going to be on this Saturday. He's going to be, um, he'll be, uh, whatchamacallit, he'll, he'll be later in the evening, but stay tuned. Oh, yeah. And, um, some other ideas I have are coming up. I just, yesterday I funded about at least 10 to 20 magicians, escape artists. So I was, thinking about it i was thinking of maybe doing a series of like a magic series the only thing i have against it is like i like a variety of my show because as you've noticed on buddy cast it's not just comedian 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 magician comedian it's one day it's a comedian the next day it's the local uh radio st- the local radio host and yeah. then the following day it's the person who runs this unique business Yes, yes, that's, like that's, that's like the beauty it. of it. That's the be- that's yeah, why exactly. I think you it's hit a home run. It's anybody's show. Yeah. And I, as much as I'm reaching for some stars this week, it's anybody's, it's anybody's gig. Like, you know, yes, as a, like I'm more than pumped to have the two special guests that I'm hopefully going to have on this weekend. But at the same time, I'm just as thrilled to talk to someone like you you know, a comedian, a local comedian who, you know, brings a lot of energy to the game. Thank I'm you. just as thrilled to talk to the, you know, I, interview, I interviewed an archer before. And surprisingly, that guy has the most views on my show right now. Like, I've gone through how many views, and he's got views. And I've interviewed national porn comedians, you know? Yeah. I've interviewed, I interviewed a guy off of Star Wars, and he's still, and the numbers from him are still like a percentage of what this archer is getting. Wow. And he's only shared the his thing on one of his pages. So it's not like he's like, you know, he's not like he's Curtis Newart who shared his thing on 20 different pages, you know? Yeah. Like he just, so it's anybody's game and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Well, how'd my numbers do? How'd I do? Are my, do I have dismal? You're doing good. All right. All right. I'll have to, I'll have to uh, I'll have to start sharing it around. Yeah, I'll send you your numbers later because I'm uh, I don't want to you know I don't send it. But you're you're definitely doing great. You're definitely up there in some of the top guests that I've had. Oh, good, good, good. And I'm always you know once things once things develop, I'm always willing to have you as a return guest. You know. Yeah, because we have a good rapport. Yeah, we have a good rapport, and and I and, and I'm pretty okay at that kind of thing. Like the Zoom thing, I'm yeah. getting real comfortable with the Zoom now. At first, I was weird, yeah. but now, no, I yeah, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's yeah. And the other thing I want to mention about my podcast is I actually don't use Zoom. I use a program called Streamyard. Oh, Streamyard. Is- okay, there it is, yeah. folks out there. Streamyard. Yes. So Streamyard is like Zoom mixed with Facebook Live. A good comedian buddy of mine, Eric Potts is a local comedian who's been to juniors, and he was doing an online show one time, 
and I was really interested in the program that he was using. So I texted him afterwards, and he sent me the link to it, and I've actually used it for quite a few things now. I use it for my online comedy shows, uh, which I haven't been doing that much, but, I, you know, that I've used it in the past. And I'm looking, I use it for BuddyCast. Yeah, yeah. Because, like I said, it's, it's a mix of Facebook Live and Zoom. Like, I can have guests like you on there and talk to you face-to-face, but at the same time, we're streaming this live on Facebook, like, as we're going through yeah, so without yeah, without the middleman. So it's going right now. Yeah. You of course, do, since it's since it gets played through Facebook, that that's how it gets re- recorded and archived. Yeah, um, it actually does it two ways. Yes, it does it on Facebook, but it also saves it on the program too. It also will save it afterward. Does it? Do they have their own cloud that it, it saves to? It's like a cloud. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can, it will save it on the thing, and I have seven days, seven or five days to download it, and it will download on my computer, and I can save it to my file. Cool. Okay. StreamYard. Yeah. All right. I yeah. might have to, yeah, I might have to learn the jizz on that one. I got to get it, go get my thing visual here. I, I've been doing the audio yeah. podcast, but I think mm-hmm. I need a visual because I'm more of a visual guy, you know, so I, 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 don't, yeah. I don't know why I'm not. It's just because I have a recording studio, so I, I, I'm I'm making an old school podcast, like because I have a recording studio. But you're right; I should be using something as simple as that and and doing my schmickeroo on the on the internet. Oh boy, yeah, yeah that's you are me. A visual guy, you're a lot of your comedy comedy is the physical stuff, you know. Yeah, like a lot of you know. Don't be wrong; you have some hilarious jokes and all that, but a lot of your stuff is like, um, you know, it's like you're like incredible movements and everything like that and yes so. it's yeah the act out it's it is all about the act out i was i was trying to analyze that and in our comedy sense it's like trying to make yeah. something funny like if i just go would you like avocado toast it would sound lame but if i go do you want some avocado toast you know and i i express that and make a weird funny face it yeah it, you know, boom! It's that's funny. Whereas yeah. if I'm deadpan, it's, I'm, it's physical comedy. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. That's that comes from my old. I used to love the old Steve Martin, and I love you know, I I I love the the expressionist kind of silly, silly kind of act out comics. You know, the ones that are characters, they're memorable ones. You know, yeah, I most definitely. I mean, do you ever get that way? Like, like we watch a lot of, I don't want to say open micers, but beginner comics, you know, in their first couple of years, you know, and, and then yeah. we, we watch this stuff and, and a lot of them have good ideas. Some of them are bad. You know, they're all trying to throw it against the wall and see what sticks. That's what we're all doing. But yeah, it's all this. It's just like the, the normal straight person that's just too cool for school and they don't want to do anything and they think they're going to like just say something so profound because they th- you know they think they're the emboldenment of yeah. Carlin and it's like ah oh, god you know I like the characters I like the people who are weird and wacky and you know the the memorable folks yeah. that I cuz we're there to laugh it's all about you and being unique mm-hmm. like for example, I recently dropped a lot of my dwarfism material. Because, A, I, you know, I feel weird being the guy who's advocating for all this stuff and then going on stage and, you know, don't get me wrong, I still have a little bit of it in there. Mm-hmm. But I also, B, want to see if I can get the laughs without it, you know? 
Yeah. If I can do just as great with that. Because then it kind of like raises the question, are they laughing at me for me? Are they laughing at me because I'm the little guy on stage? You know what I mean? Right. Because I remember you 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 making a turn. Like, this is probably about a year ago. You, you said you were going to make that transition. And, I, you know... Yeah. I, I I remember you telling me that and or asking or inquiring is this a good idea? I I said it was a good idea. I think it's fine because I would think in in your situation you want to be thought of as a strong comic first. I mean, isn't that the goal eventually to work yourself up to be a strong comic? And then if you got a exactly. little bit of extra schmickeroo in the pipe, use that as frosting, but you don't need it as yeah. the main matinee, you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. And don't be wrong, I still have my, you know, I still have my famous joke. I'm willing to use that because that's not that's not offensive. That's not like you know poking fun at anything. That's not like you know you know my famous joke. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know I'm kind of done with some other things. Like I'm kind of done with like I used to have the joke about how I mixed up hypochondriacs with hypochondrial pleasure, which is my former workers up. Right, right. And but I found a support group online and. You know, now all of a sudden, you know, we have six average height people out there for hypochondriacs thinking they have a form of them called hypochondriaplasia because apparently that was a trigger word or something like that. Yeah. You know, something like that. I'm kind of like, okay, maybe that can, you know, be scratched. But I've got other material. Like, right now, I'll let you in on something. I'm working on, I've mentioned this in the past, but I'm seeking out more professional opinion on it. I'm working on a gig about my sister's ex-boyfriend. Okay who I compare a lot to Elton John. Um, the Elton John has that new movie out, Rocket Man. I was watching it one evening, and my mom walks downstairs and looks at it and goes, you look a lot like your sister's ex. Mm-hmm. And I just commented, looks like, acts like, dresses like, same thing. You're right. You know. Yeah. So then I thought about it, too, and I'm like, this guy also owns a Tesla because he's, a, he's got a really good paying job. So I thought about it, and I'm like, if I steal this Tesla, I can make it into some of the Elton John songs. Like, I can turn it into Rocket Man. You know, like, I can say, take that, Rocket Man. I'm, not, I'm burning out your fuels out here alone, because I think it's going to be a long, long time before you get your car back tonight. And then saying, he's not the man you think he is at home, folks. No, no, no. He's a Rocket Man. Right, right, and you just throw all the Elton John references you can in there, and especially it'd be extra yeah. thrilling for an Elton John fan, you know. Exactly, and I can say things like, you know, as I'm driving away, I'm seeing a yellow brick road, and in the end, I can stick it with, I'm still standing. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. no, that, yeah, but, uh, I've, I've heard you do it, yeah. I can even, yeah, I can even say, like, anytime he, yeah, anytime I see him, like, anytime he walks into a room or something, there's another Al John song that comes to my head immediately, if you know what song I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It starts with, something is back. Yeah. Have you been, I mean, I like, you've been doing that for, I remember you starting that, breaking that whole bit out, probably about pre-quarantine, yeah, yeah, probably about March, but I mean, we haven't had a lot of mic yeah. time since then. Now, have you been writing yeah. within this quarantine? How's that been going for you? I have been, as much as I want to be, because I still have a, I still have a job. I still have, I'm still considered an simple employee. So I still have a eight to four job. Yeah. Um, to get Thursdays and Fridays off. But I know it. And I'm not trying to make any excuses here. I'm not trying no, to be like, oh, no. I got a job. I got a girlfriend. I got, I'm just, you know, 
it's more in the lines of writing when things appear. I'm working on some of my material. Like, like I said, I'm polishing up the Elton John bit. Um, I created a new joke the other day where uh, it was me and my girlfriend reached six months in June. And um, so for a six-month anniversary, both people send each other care packages. And she sent me Swedish fish in mine. She sent me a bit of other things, but she sent me Swedish fish as a snack. I love Swedish fish. Uh-huh. So that night for our date, we watched a movie over FaceTime. And she wanted to watch Finding Nemo, which I'm like, hey, that's fine. So we're sitting, you know, we're laying there watching Finding Nemo. I'm eating the Swedish fish. It gets to the point where the trucks had their intervention and their, or their, um, what do you even call it, meeting, where they're all like, fish are friends, not food. Oh, I take yeah. one look at the Swedish fish, and I'm like, well, that lasted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. I'm still it. polishing up that. I'm still polishing up that joke. I'm still trying to like word the ending of it, but you know, oh. that's like stuff I'm working on. Like it's situational stuff. It's, right, right. It's, yeah, it's something happens as I'm doing as I'm doing something, and that's how most of my comedy begins. Like it's you know, I even have some things I'm even trying to build off. Of. Like I like to build off a lot of my routines that I have. Maybe just adding new stuff to it, like. For example, I have the whole routine about my sister's dog, Rosalita. Right. Who um, actually just appeared in one of my shows once because we were puppy sitting, and I uh, she came into my room, and I'm like, perfect timing. Right, yeah, so, I remember that bit. Yep, named yeah. after the Bruce Springsteen song, Rosalita. I remember that, yeah. Yep, that song's now on my drinking playlist. So I, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but, yeah, that, that, you know, she's, for those guests out there, um, Rosalita is my sister's dog, who is, the best way I can describe it, her relationship with me is a little rocky. Don't worry, she's not like a vicious dog or anything like that. She's a little puppy. But at the same time, I've lost a lot of things because of this dog. For example, there was one day that I came home for lunch. It was back when I was in college. I came home for lunch, and I hadn't eaten, I didn't eat breakfast that morning, so... On the way home for lunch, I stopped at Subway and got a football. Now, I'm starving. This sandwich is glorious right now. Like, this one's about to bite into heaven. I give them, like, it's so glorious, I close my eyes, and I'm about to bite into this. As I'm about to take the first bite, my sister opens the door. This dog charges in like a bolt of lightning, jumps up, takes the sandwich out of my hand, <laughs> and runs away. <laughs> it, was, it was like like I blinked and the sandwich was gone. <laughs> wow! Like it was like it was that quick, and I'm like, I'm so starving right now. I was so bored. Here's one third story, and I hope this isn't too inappropriate for your podcast. Do you mind if I tell the push-up story? Uh, you you, know uh, you can get as racy as you want to be. I mean, uh, believe me, uh, you hear what I talk oh, about. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Good, good. So there was one afternoon, back again, back in college, where I came home in between classes, and I had like a good two to three hour period in between. So I come home and I take a nap on the couch. All of a sudden, during my nap, I feel boom, 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 against my pillow. And I'm like, what the world is going on? I wake up and the dog's going to town on the pillow I'm using. Like, just completely humping the pillow. Like, literally, like, like this is a nice dog. 
this isn't even like a little like oh it's just a little left no, this is like a full this like going to town type of deal. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I added at the end of that. It was it was interesting back then, but that was causing a lot of therapy, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so man. yeah. I have that whole routine on her and just just building off a new thing, you know, just trying to see where this pandemic patient. Don't get me wrong, I'm gonna you know, before I go on stage next time I'm gonna you know I'm gonna have a mix my goal is to have a mix of new material and material that I know works. Right. You know? Yeah. Um you know, there's gonna be like if we you know, if we go back to open mics, I'm gonna be testing out some things at the same time, you know. I'm never afraid to do, hey, I can mix this joke with that. Like I can try this joke and then immediately go into that joke because I know this will be my tester. This will be what works, you know? Yeah. Like this is proven more. So that's that's the beauty of open mics, doesn't... yes. Yeah, that's the beauty of the if open mic. You work, can work those gonna... segues. Yeah. Exactly. If this part doesn't work, then I'm not going to completely bomb and just lose everything. I, I'm i at least going to get at least one laugh tonight, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's why every open mic, I always end with my strongest joke. That actually was a tool given to me by many comedians, I think including more people, mm-hmm. who just said, you know, always end with your strongest joke. Yep. A lot of comedians will say start with it, but personally, I think if you end with it, personally from what I've seen, you'll get a lot better responses. Like oh, I yeah. open mic that, like that was the only joke that really got the laugh. But people have come up to me afterwards and said, you were hilarious. I'm per- you know, you know what? So on stage, you know, like, after the show, I'm like, I was? You know, that was one of my worst sets yet. I didn't like it, so hey, you know? Right, right. It goes with the theory of always ending strong, leaving wanting more. So if you end on a high exactly. note, yeah, end on the high note. Because, yeah, you said the- And it's also good as a comic, younger comics, if you're listening to this, what you want to do, it's, you always have that one that works and keep that at the very end to say goodnight to because... If you know that's you know there, you can sandwich everything in the middle because you know. It's like a sand. It's like a sandwich, you know. Yep. It's like you you know you at least want thread that you know you like. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like things in the middle, you can just pick them off. You know. Like yeah. you can just pick out like you can add new things to the sandwich. Absolutely, like you can add tomatoes, you can add the lettuce, you can add you know something like you can add some meat. I have that stuff in the middle so you can pick it up and next time you make the same sandwich you know okay here's what I like here's what I don't like at least have bread that you like you know exactly exactly yeah yeah oh man at least not like at least stick with the same bread at least stick with the same bread yes because then you know you know then you know like the same it's not a complete roast to sandwich where it's like you just try everything like I haven't tried this bread before I haven't tried this meat you take one bite into this, you just wasted a whole sandwich, you know? Yeah. Like, you just wasted, uh, you know, two pieces of bread, you just wasted two pieces of bread, you just wasted the other thing. But this one, at least you like the bread. Exactly, so. exactly. I was always having the problem, and this was one I used to, like, I, I couldn't connect with that. I, I needed a stronger, like, I'm always trying to rework and trying to find the opener thing. The, it's called, I call it the connectivity joke, the one, because I used to have a problem. I'd come out too weird, and I'm a weird guy. So my problem was I couldn't connect right away. So I had to have a strong opener, but I never really had too strong of an opener, and it was bugging me. It was mm-hmm. bugging me. And recently, I, I hit a couple, a couple corny ones, 
that that I just come right from the gate out to do. And now they've been working. Now I got it. But it took me a while to find that because when you you know you don't have that all the time, you know. So so try. It's the beginnings and the endings. Everything in between is a li- you got a little wiggle room there, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's all about it's all about finding the uh, the um, formula that works best for you. You know. Yep. Yep. And some people like this. Some people are the opposite. Some people start with their strongest joke, and then it just I gets the audience's attention immediately. Yep. The only issue I kind of have with that is if you start strong, then people are going to expect you to stay strong. Uh, right. You know what I mean. Yeah, that was kind of what I was doing. I know I was giving it away. I was giving away the milk too quick. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where if you end it, then you can build up to it. Right. You know. Exactly. Exactly. It's like you kind of. It's like date. You know. It's like date. It's like going on date. If you use your strongest material in the beginning, then that's what they're going to be expecting the whole rest of the date, and then you're going to have to, you know, spend the next three hours or so, basically keeping that expectation. Yep. Well, that's a good analogy. Where, I like, like that. You see yep. all the surprises. If you save the surprises for the end, then it's you end up no, you end on a fun night, even if let's say dinner didn't go that well or Yep, you're you ending know. on that high note, you know. Yeah, it's the it's it's yep. a what? You still have the ace in, you, you still have the ace in your back pocket. Yep, yep. That you can always fall back on. Yeah, and if you get lost along the way and you go, Oh my gosh, I'm I'm dying on the vine here, I'm dying on the vine, oh my gosh, and right when you get to that point you go, Okay, I can pull this out like like a silver bullet and shoot it off, yep. you know? Exactly. You can pull the ace out of your pocket and you know that's going to be, that's going to, you know, that's going to seal the deal. That's going to, that's going to make it a fun night. That's going to be the, that's going to be the thing that works, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, we also, uh, uh, off camera here, we got to get together. I, you know what? I have, I actually have like a couple jokes that I, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not going to do them here, but I, I, I want, I want, are, are you are you ever opposed to if doing somebody else's joke or having somebody write one for you? If if what if what if I told you I have I'm not going to call it the silver bullet, but I think I have one in my arsenal that I want to I want you to do because I always think I think you would, I think Nick would kill this one and it would be and, and it would give you an extra little I'm not going to say yeah. the ultimate one. I have had people I have had people in the past do that to me. I actually used to have an what I considered an agent uh-huh. who was exactly like that guy who would come up with material. Unfortunately, the guy who started off strong, but then he was, he didn't even okay, maybe I need to look past the dwarfism stuff. Because some of the stuff he was saying was a little up there, you know. Uh. Like some of the stuff he was saying, I'm kind of like, dang, I was trying to give him the old night. I like it, but. Right, yeah, you never know. I know. Yeah. Yeah, so, and it finally, like, there were just some crucial times that I could have really used them, you know, like, for video taping everything that he just, you know, just didn't show up and all that stuff, so I kind of just went, okay, have a nice day, you know, yeah. so, yeah. but, um, but, yeah, he, uh, you know, but I have had people, like that, and I always value people's input, so, if, yeah, if you do have a joke, then you yeah, I do. I, th- I think it would work good for you. You've heard me do it yeah. before, but I had I had a part on it, and I and I was like, eh, eh, eh. but I'll tell you about it off camera here. But I, you know, Nick, I, 
I, I just want to say officially for the record, and I, and I tell you this all the time, you're a God amongst men. You are a good dude. You're a good positive force in the world. I think the world needs you. We need a clone of you. We need multiple yous. I th- you know, you're, you're, you're a gift that, and a good buddy. buddy and a good friend to have, and I thank you. I thank you so much for just being you. You're a good egg. Thank you. And I was, I, I'm going to pay you back with the same compliment. You know, you're exactly the same way. You bring a lot of energy. You're, you know, you, whenever I see you at an open mic, I know it's going to be a fun night. At least I have one buddy here, you know? Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I try. Yeah. I, you. Hey, you're doing a great job. You're so. I try. I try. My motto is, you know, my motto has always been: you got to leave the world a better place than you found it. You know, exactly, exactly. And that's one. Like I said, that's why I created BuddyCast. You know, yes. Um, to kind of bounce back to an earlier answer, the one reason I created BuddyCast is because I work for a news department. You know, I work for a news station, and you know, I just I see all this negativity going on, like. I do a lot of the web boards, like social media and everything. And, you know, you post a story about the coronavirus and, you know, all that it's doing, like you post the statistics and you get, open up the county, you get responses like, open up the county, we're sick, this is just, you know, we're sick of this, this is just a political hoax, mental series, yada, yada, yada. Like, you get a negative responses that it's almost like, what's wrong with humanity, you know? Uh-huh. I've, like, yep. what's going on? Like, so I finally just got to the point where I'm like, you know what this world needs? Some feel-good stories. Uh-huh. This world just needs something that they can... And Buddy Castle was on my mind for a few years of time, you know? Like, it was always on my heart to do something like this. I just didn't really have the motivation to do it just yet. But then I'm like, you know what? People just need feel-good stories. People just need, like, you know... And some people need to be heard. Some people need their stories out there, you know? For example, like, like just, you know, I started off with the pilot episode of my girlfriend and the topic of long-distance relationships. Mm-hmm. And then I moved on to, um, I think the second episode was, uh, was it, I think the episode, second episode was The Archer. If not, that was, third, you know, the third episode was, was Alan Carpenter from Rocket 105. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, it's just yeah. Like, it, it's the variety of that's that's what I like, and I want people to I want people to check this out, Buddy Cast, because like I said, you don't have to be a comedian. You've got comedians, whatever, but you've got actors, yeah. you've got painters, you've got archery people, sports people. It's it's a mixture. It's just people you know that that exactly that will help everyone, us all grow. Yeah, exactly. Everyone has a story. Everyone, who you are. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. If you come to me on BuddyCast and say you want to be a guest, I'm going to have to screen you out, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to ask, okay, what about you is unique? Not because I'm only speaking people who are unique or because I, but, you know, I want to ask you something that you can get a story out of, you yep. know? I got and it. Say, and everyone has a story. Don't get, me, don't get me wrong. Everyone has a story, you know, and I'm more than willing to chat with you. I'm just wondering if, you know, are we, is it like, is it a good story that I think, you know, it's like writing a news article, mm-hmm. you know? Are you, is it, is this going to be a story that gets people's attention or is this going to be a story about Mrs. Jones and her wool collection or something like that, you know, that someone's just going to scroll by like while this has their, as they're going through, you know? Yep. Some things are newsworthy, some things are, you know, but, um, 
that most people have had, anyone's had a story, and I've been the one reaching out to them. That's how I do the process. Yep. I reach out to them. I've had, I think, two people reach out to me that I've done a buddy cast for. One of them I know for sure was um, Erwin. He's the world's smallest magician, according to him. And he reached out to me, like he introduced himself. He didn't say, like, I'm on a buddy cast to two people. Yes, two. Uh-huh, so, you know, uh-huh. He reached out to me and said, like, who he was. And I just followed up with, I would love to talk to you about this on my podcast. Would you be willing to, would you be willing to, you know, chat over online, like as an interview? He said, I would love to. The second was my friend Waldo. So, this one guy, this is an interesting story. This one guy, and this is the story of how this is in everyone, this is everyone's podcast. This one guy liked my, liked Buddy Cast, and I was, you know, and then, like, he just started, he was one of those persons who liked it, and then all of a sudden he liked five of my posts back to back, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I'm looking right. at him, I'm like, is he an entertainer? Is he, like, does he belong to a local found group? Because I've interviewed clowns before. That's who the second episode was with, by the way. My... Mm-hmm. So I was looking at him, and I found out he was actually a guy who does good for the community. He's, he plays Waldo, like the character who wears Waldo. Yeah, he dresses up like Waldo. He's got the red and white striped shirt on yeah. and the hat, yeah. Yeah, and what he does is he hides all around Meadville and uh, what's the other area? He hides around the Meadville area, and he, like, he'll post a hint of where he is. If you find them, you win a prize. And it's not just some petty prize, like, uh, oh, you'll win a, you know, like a party favor, or like, uh, you know, like one of the plastic tweets off, you know, gift like five cents at a dollar tree that will, you know, that will, like, break the minute you play with it. He gives away things like a $20 gift card to Applebee's, or, you know, like... Yeah. He'll give away, yeah, he'll give away big things like that. And so... I read about his story because he was featured in the Mayfield Tribune. Uh huh. And I read about his story, and I'm like, "This is what BuddyCast is about. These feel-good stories. These people who are, you know, doing good for the community. This guy doesn't do it for fame. This guy doesn't do it because he wants to, you know, have his name out there. Like he wants to be the citizen of the year or something like that. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't because he does it." Yeah, just you know? yeah, it's just fun. So yeah. I reached out to him. I reached out to him and like, I would love to chat with you about this on Buddycast. And he said, I would be honored. Like, this is a dream come true for me. So please, if we can do this, let's do it. Nice. And the episode had a few technical problems, like with the audio or something, but it, it was fantastic. It was yeah. You know, he, everything that he did, he told some fun stories. He told, he told the very experience that they have now, a cancer patient, or the mother of a cancer patient, reached out to him and said, my child, you know, we've been following your work, um, found you yet because we just haven't had the time, but my child absolutely adores you and actually thinks you are Waldo, like actually thinks like you're the person they write the books about. Wow. Do you think... You know, we have a chemo, um, we have a, we actually have an appointment coming up where we're going to be in the hospital for a period of time. 
would it be any trouble at all for you to make a guest appearance and just hang out for a few minutes, you know? Yeah. So and the guy would become like a local celebrity. Said, yeah. The guy, the guy would choose him as I said, absolutely. Made a guest appearance. He said from the minute he walked in the door, this kid's face lit up. Went like this, like he could spell up when he was going in, like the kid out there looked like this, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry, folks. We had a little technical difficulty here. The Wi-Fi's being a little, little wonky, wonky, doodle, doodle, dandy. Hold on here. Let me let me get a reconnect going. Hold on. All right. Does that work? No, this is good. Well, okay. (laughs) Well, I tell you what. You know, this has been an awesome chat. What I'm going to do, I got to edit some things up. But we're gonna, for now, everybody out there, you know, we'll uh, we're gonna talk to you again. Here's the idea. I want everybody out there to listen to BuddyCast. Go to Facebook, find BuddyCast. I'll post some links on my page if that's how you found us. But uh, Nick Sorensen, thank you so much once again. Yeah, glad to call Absolutely. you a buddy. Absolutely, I was just about to say the same thing, Aaron. Thank you for being a buddy, and to all your listeners out there, I got one final piece of advice: go out there and be someone's buddy. That's it. Let's be buddies. Yes, let's make buddies. That's great, Nick. Yep. Thank you so much. Thank and, you for uh, having me. It was an honor. Yes, and I will talk to you real soon here. I'm going to hang up, and uh, and then uh, I'll call you right back, and we'll and I'll tell you what we're going to do. But everybody out there, thanks for tuning on in. This has been episode ten of the Aaron Forsyth podcast. I want to thank you all for for being you. Wear the mask. Be safe, everybody, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you probably next week. And we'll, like I said, check that mailbag. Tune into the Twitters. Check out AaronForsythe.com. Check out EerieComedy.com. Go listen to the Buddy Cast. Do whatever you got to do. Love one another. I'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Mm-hmm.